Hi, and welcome to Proverb Parables. Today, the topic of our short story is timing. Have you ever tried out something you thought would be a really good solution to a problem, and it blew up in your face afterward? There is a time for everything, and a proper solution to every problem. Our friends find it difficult to feel our concern for them when we try to be merry while they are sad, and their sorrow is only aggravated further. It's just as if you took an irritating substance and poured it on an open wound that needed a soothing salve, or if you removed the comforting warmth of a jacket on a blistery winter's day. We may indeed think we're doing someone a favor by trying to lighten their mood, but if we overlook the importance of proper timing, we are no longer walking in love. Try to remain sensitive to whether a particular action would be appropriate or not, because if you don't, that can really result in further emotional pain for your already hurting friend. Don't always try to be the hero of the story. Let them grieve if they have to. Give them that space. Come up alongside them later and validate that hurt. Sometimes, if you try to bandage up grief with a catch-all fix, you're doing more damage than good, and you may start to feel those vibes that tell you your good intentions were not well received. Proverbs 25.20 helps us wear their shoes for a moment, so we don't plow forward inconsiderately. Like one who takes away a garment on a cold day, or like vinegar poured on a wound, is one who sings songs to a heavy heart. In a time of elegant hats, rich tea, and classical music, there was an emperor who had a daughter. She never left the family mansion, only venturing as far as the enclosed rose gardens on pleasant days. Often, she would gaze out her bedroom window, looking out over the ivy-laced hedges, wondering what lay beyond the mansion borders. Other days, she sat in despairing solitude in the library, trying to occupy the long, quiet hours of the day or else she would be in the sun parlor discussing with the butler useless politics that bored her to death. She only did it because such topics were in fashion among the aristocracy. But her life was far from exciting. She could care less about lace and satin and crystal chandeliers. All she wanted was companionship. She was tired of the prim and private life that she lived. Eventually, the emperor and his wife took notice of her detached and sullen behavior. She hardly seemed happy, despite the best life they had striven to give her, and they couldn't figure out why this was. So the emperor decided a special event was in order. He made plans to hold a formal ball at the mansion, thinking a little festivity might bring some cheer to his daughter's spirits. Many from all over the city were invited to attend, and the occasion took place in the grand dance hall. All the sophisticated guests were decked out in their finest suits and formal gowns. Tea was served up in sparkling china, while a full orchestra played in the background. All but the emperor's daughter were enjoying themselves, oblivious to her downcast face. Meanwhile, no one knew this ball was being held especially for her benefit. 
standing alone by herself in a corner, the young woman suddenly burst into tears as the orchestra played energetically. Some guests standing nearby turned heads to view the pathetic situation. Something was terribly wrong with the emperor's daughter. Indeed, all her father's best-intentioned efforts to make her happy had been in vain. Somehow, he always thought materialism was the solution to any problem, because it had always been the answer for him. But hearing the music and laughter only deepened the young woman's sorrow, and wearing such a merry gown felt outrageous. She wasn't a trophy on a shelf. Father, won't you tell that wretched orchestra to stop with that wretched music? The young woman said when her father approached her, teacup in hand. What for? The sound is nothing but delightful. But I hate it more than ever. For heaven's sake, tell me what the matter is. We all know something's bothering you. What is it you need? Just say the word. Oh, father. I've been so horribly miserable in this empty mansion. You never let me travel about. I have no friends. Her father blinked in shock, as if she had just unloaded a cartload of apples onto his head. Well, dear girl, why didn't you tell me sooner? Let me get these guests filed out of here and I'll fetch the carriage for you so you can ride about to your heart's content. Immediately, he clapped his hands in a gesture of dismissal. Be gone, all of you. The ball is over. No more music, no more tea. Everyone looked startled and confused at this abrupt announcement, but gradually, people began filing out one by one, the gentlemen linked arm in arm with their ladies. A few snorted indignantly, for they had been enjoying themselves. The emperor's daughter, on the other hand, felt relieved that the absurdity of the occasion, which had only aggravated her grief, was ended. After that, there wasn't another ball at the mansion for a very long time, and many wondered why. They also had cause to wonder why the emperor's daughter began looking so undeniably happy 